is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging, swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Lanters. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. We're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with. The, we're not gonna lead. Um, I am just super psyched, Matt. I have to say, we got we got some exciting news to share with the listeners for today's show. Well, we said we had big moves coming this year, and uh, we're here to deliver the news. We are sponsored. We finally got some sponsors for the show, which is which is totally awesome. We've been yeah, we've been reaching out, trying to get the best of the best for you you uh, loyal listeners out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Products that you can you can actually get behind, and uh, that we're proud. Practical air. products, ones that yeah. like we've even like addressed on the show, like would where situations where they'd be useful. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you could say a lot of these relate to the stories in the show. Yeah, definitely. What's our first product off the top of the show here? We're gonna have a few throughout the show, but uh, we're gonna start with our first new sponsor, which is Rape Ape Pepper Spray. Keep those tree squatches off your back with Rape Ape Pepper Spray. Now with an adjustable vertical nozzle. <laughs> oh, that'll be good. Like, because we know they're in the trees generally. Yeah, man. And you always got to be ready. And the thing, I guess, you know... You gotta have that nozzle because you gotta get the distance for when they're in the tree. Oh know, yeah, before they lurch on you. I'm imagining yeah. a sort of um, hornet spray, but for rape apes. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Full on concentrated. I don't know exactly what's in it. You know, we got pepper. I don't know what else wards off these touchy feely squatches, but uh, this will surely keep them off your back door. We're happy to be sponsored by them. Yeah, thank you, rape ape pepper spray. Now, let's get into the show that they wonderfully sponsor. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast, and as always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse, and I'll take two cases of Ray Bay Pepper Spray, please. Yeah, yeah, I was just on Amazon about to order it right now. Do we now, know if actually. we're getting that in the deal? Are they sending us some pro bono? You know, I don't. we got to write their rep, and uh, we'll figure that out. Hopefully we do get a couple cases of... Uh, this rape ape pepper spray, and we maybe we could do a giveaway with that on the pre-show. That'd be cool. That'd be a lot That'd of fun. That'd be cool. So before we get any further into the show, we want to give some thanks to some of our Patreon supporters. First off, we got our good friend and slacker, Dave Gunn. The man. Love you, Dave, and uh, thank you so much for your support. Next up, we got Seth Anders, the Mad oh, King. The Mad King. Fucking lovely dude, and uh, thanks. We also have some podcasts that help us out, including Crime Roulette, run by the very awesome guys Kyle Noel and Bradford yeah good group of dudes and uh, a really good show you should definitely be subscribing to another podcast that helps us out is the yes and I am podcast run by Aaron W aka Aaron Max yeah Aaron Max the man we love you dude thank you so much now another thing we like to do at the beginning of the show is give a little love out to the people who retweet our pin tweet on Twitter and we do a little giveaway shout out kind of thing i tell matt how many people retweeted us and he picks the one of the numbers here so we got one through 14 this week okay one through 14 we're gonna go with number two number two we have at pop culture bento podcasts articles videos and nerd culture entertainment dc marvel and conventions so they cover a lot in the comic world it looks like Dope. Okay. Nerd culture. I'm, I'm behind it. I like it. So be sure to check out at Pop Culture Bento. You guys are going to be on our next pin tweet for the next uh, podcast shout out. Awesome. Definitely worthy of checking out. 
So Matt, what do we got coming up in today's show? Well, as always, we're going to start out with our bizarre news, in which uh, one of the articles will talk about a pizza that you cannot handle. Uh-oh. And then we're going to move along to a, a game that we haven't done before. It's an April Fool's game, and we'll get into the rules of that when we get there. Finishing it off, we've got the Wiki Wheel of Weird. That's going to be a lot of fun. And with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. And this time, we're talking about the power-hungry cannabis grow industry. Okay. And the power we're referring to is, you know, very literally, electricity. A lot of these large industry grow ops are taking up a lot of electricity to do these indoor grows that produce, you know, pounds and pounds of bud that are going out to these dispensaries. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, everyone's paying, they're paying the electric bill, so that's on them, but they're doing this in a way that's not very environmentally friendly, I guess, in an effort to keep up with the growing industry. Well, (laughs) growing, growing industry. (laughs) Oh, man. So they're saying that the future of uh, cannabis grow should be looking towards more renewable sources like uh, solar, but that the returns on uh, solar panels and the investment that you put into that is going to take a lot longer than the returns that they're looking to get with just, you know, getting it up and running. And with these places, they got like huge lights that they have to put on like light cycles and uh, HVAC systems that like pump the smell out and keep the ventilation moving around. So these it's a lot of electricity oh, yeah. we're talking about water pumps oh yeah it's endless it requires a lot to maintain a good grow up and we i guess uh they're just trying to take a look at how to do this responsibly and and do it in such a way that it's not going to you know just create more uh pollution in terms of having to burn coal and stuff like that like if you hooked up a grow house to solar panels it would be a big investment but over the course of a few years you know you would get that back yeah yeah so if you want to read a little bit more about how the grow industry is impacting uh, your electrical grid, and that's the other thing, you don't want people fucking having brownouts and blackouts because of the uh, giant grow ops outside of town. You definitely don't want that happening, man. Conserving all the energy and just literally overheating <laughs> the grid. Right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you want to read a little bit more about it, we're going to be posting this article from 420intel.com up on our Facebook page on Monday, like we do every week with our weed article awesome check it out well our next story is an update from a story that we covered last year about a uh, daredevil inventor who's also the sideline flat earther and uh this man wants to prove that the earth is flat by blasting himself into space which he attempted again apparently for i don't even know how many times he's done it before another time he apparently <laughs> blasted 800 feet up oh shit this time he blasted himself 1,800 feet up into the air, reaching a speed of 350 miles an hour on a rocket that he had made in his own garage. Damn. 350? Yeah, man. It's fucking fast. It's crazy, man. It's quite the uh, operation to be handled by a 61-year-old limo driver. And uh, <laughs> He's got a day job? <laughs> yeah, man. That's what he does to finance the... Uh, SpaceX ripoff here. <laughs> and, uh, Space Z. Space Z. Yeah. And, you know, surprisingly, it, it went pretty well. You know, he had parachutes. He had two. And the first one didn't slow it down enough. So he hit the second one. But he still hit a harsh landing. Ooh. And uh, he was saying, you know, I'm going to feel it in the morning. Which, surprisingly, he was able to walk at all. Okay. I, I couldn't believe this, man. This guy made a fucking model rocket big enough to stuff himself into. And it, it sounds like the. Uh, like experiments they'd have you do in science class in like middle school where you'd have to like put an egg into like a rocket and like shoot it off and see if the egg survived like this dude was the egg he just did a really good job (laughs) yeah yeah exactly man and he was he was even opted to say he's just happy that he got to go home and have dinner and watch tv with his dogs oh so you know he i wonder if he even was like shit this is it this is the last one this uh this launch day is going to be the last day. Do you think he, like, set up with a friend? He's like, if I don't make it, I want you to take Spot and uh, Jack over there. <laughs> I could only imagine you would have to if... <sighs> I mean, well, again, I'm thinking logically. I don't know. I, I don't think a logical person would shoot themselves up in a homemade rocket thinking they're going to reach space altitude. 
Well, but, uh, he kind of, he tried to do it. I mean, he got off the ground, and uh, he's he not. Did. I don't know how crazy he is if he can actually do it. Like, it's one thing to talk about doing it all the time. It's like, yeah, that crazy dude. Yeah, but well, what I he's mean, trying. His next idea is kind of scary. He's going to build a raccoon, which is basically a rocket that's carried into the atmosphere by, by raccoons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rocket propelled raccoons, and uh, I don't. I just don't see that being safe. There's rabies possibly in the mix. Space you can rabies. You never trust a raccoon. You Might can't mutate. You ever try to feed a raccoon? They'll bite you and, and then take the food. That's like, they have little, you. They have little people the hands. <laughs> yeah, man. Never trust anything in nature that has hands like a human. Yeah, I'm telling you that right now. They're crafty. <laughs> but no, a raccoon is really a rocket that's carried into the atmosphere by a gas-filled balloon. So this motherfucker, this is something he could definitely pull off. And I'm okay. scared because this is the last time we're ever going to hear about this dude. Because he's going to balloon himself up into the atmosphere, and then he's going to ignite that rocket, and that's going to take him into the fucking actual like space where he's, he's. There's no way this motherfucker has regulated oxygen to Ooh. requirements of space travel. I'm imagining it's like welded pieces of metal together held held up with some bolts. Like, just like not airtight at all. It's just like overlapping looking like fallout fucking infrastructure. Even if it survives the fucking the actual break to get to you know, through the atmosphere, I don't see him being anything more than an additive to the space junk that's already rotating the earth. He's gonna be floating there until he dies. Like, he's gonna go Poor dude. Uh, I don't well, I guess if, you know, if he's smart about it, because, like, I've been playing that one uh, Rocket game as well, Kerbal Space Program, and, like, oh, he yeah. has the right idea, because then you don't have to use the thrusters, and then once he gets out into space, if he if he makes a small inner capsule that's, like, safe enough with heat shielding, and he doesn't even need to make that oxy- like s- oxygen sealed, he could, like, have his own oxygen on his back. You know what I mean? Have his yeah. own little sealed space Independ- suit. Independent, yeah, like so that he doesn't have to even rely on the actual shuttle itself. It probably still have to be sealed so that it doesn't just decompress and fucking like air rushes in and pulls everything out. Oh, man. <laughs> does he have a GoFundMe or something? <laughs> he actually he does have a GoFundMe. Of course he it, does. Uh, and he only made $110 out of his $10,000 goal to fund his uh, expenses. Fuck. But, you know. Who knows? That's Maybe. sad. <laughs> Maybe after this article, he got a ton of donations. We don't know. You know, time time will tell. If you want to fund him, we'll we'll post the article for you. Just let us know. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. And uh, yeah, I mean, shit. You you never know if you you might see this guy pretty Yo, soon. How much is, he wants? Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, he wants ten grand. What what if uh, we we like get Elon Musk to give him ten thousand dollars? That's like nothing, right? Oh my god, ten thousand dollars to Elon Musk is like losing a dollar bill. Not even like, it's like losing a penny, right? So he could fund his well, space program. <laughs> he could, he could. Well, maybe he can help fund his other uh, desire right now, which is uh, he's trying to run for governor of California next. Oh so. god. This Ev- your everyone runs for governor of California. I know. Ever since Arnold, right? Right. I mean, come on. Uh, next, well, next, we're gonna have like uh, an animal or something. Yeah. Yeah. True. Right. Oh my God. It's it's happened before where animals have been put into the race, and a goat becomes the governor of California. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, that's serious. Are you sure? Well, <laughs> well, yeah, his tax plan is pretty on point. So, uh, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> some things you can get behind, some things you can't. Right. One thing I can't get behind is involving animals in any sort of wedding uh, procedure. Because after this story that we're about to talk about, I'm I'm just out. I I'm, I want no dogs, no cats involved. No, <laughs> no large game animals either. No lions. They're not reliable. They can't talk to you, so you can't trust them. Right? You never know what they're gonna do. We had a bird running amok. This owl caused chaos at a wedding by attacking the best man after delivering the rings. I mean, it's a ah. cute, it's a cute idea, you know. Put the rings on the owl, have the owl like fly down, and like oh, they take, they take it off the fucking thing. But it didn't work out so well. At uh, Jenny Aerosmith and Mark Wood's wedding. Which, first off, Jenny Aerosmith. Cool fucking Aww. name. A groupie? 
Huh? <laughs> I don't know if she changed it originally, but, but <laughs> we had we had surmised that maybe she's tired of this whole Aerosmith thing. It's like, hey, yeah. do you do you just love Aerosmith? It's like, no. Oh my god. My name has nothing to do with the fucking band. I think that's the curse of cool ass names. Is like, think, yeah, I you mean, know, shit. You're gonna get comments all the time. That'd be a hard one to rock, though. Really, though. It yeah. Really would be Aerosmith. It's like, fuck, man. Well, she's gonna be Jenny Wood before you know it. Uh, but before that happens, this owl <laughs> flew down to deliver the rings. The best Wait, man. What would Jenny? Jenny would what? What did Jenny do? I need to know. Jenny Wood Aerosmith. If there's oh. a hyphen. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's going to be the new joke that she ends up getting. Oh, man. Tired of the Horrible. Aerosmith jokes, now you're getting the Jenny Wood what? One set up to another. Not a good life. Your life's a punchline, unfortunately. Your name's uh, a punchline. Not your life. Your life is we're sorry, beautiful, Jenny. I'm sure. It, this, we're just... You had very a very nice uh, wedding until this owl shit all over it. The, yeah. <laughs> the owl uh, had a little pouch with the rings in it, and the guy took too long to actually like get the rings out. And that, meanwhile, the owl was getting all agitated, and it turns towards the crowd and flapped its wings repeatedly. Then it took off at the crowd, and all hell broke loose. Oh, man. Fucking A. Owls are scary. A lot of people don't know. Owls are the reason cats disappear and small dogs. Like, a lot of times, coyote take the rap. No, it's usually an owl, because they'll eat everything. Owls, hawks, birds of prey, man. Yeah. It's uh so yeah I just recommend that you don't involve any animals like even dogs like you might end up getting yeah. pissed on I've seen I've seen plenty of YouTube videos where just an, yeah. they don't understand how important the day is they're gonna shit all over it whatever they can yeah yeah man you never know animals <laughs> are unpredictable shit maybe he was just hungry maybe he was looking for a snack true a small child in the front row that would make a nice, never nice tasty they, snack for a barn that owl. would make a wonderful snack man they wouldn't be able to consume <laughs> it all in one sitting but you know that's a couple yes. fucking sentences of food that's a large so they're, portion they're being prepared i like it you know <laughs> well in case you're wondering you're feeling in the snack mood we got a story just for you and that's about the pizza that i was telling you you can't handle Oh, why can't we now, handle said pizza? Well, first off, this pizza is in the Guinness World Records book, recognized as the greatest variety of cheese on a pizza ever. Ooh, right? so this is an extra, this is more than extra cheese. Oh, you could say this is extra, 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 continue on for infinity, because we're talking <laughs> about a pizza with 111 types of cheese that was created by a chef in a Berlin restaurant. And this is insane. This is it's such a beautiful looking pizza. I couldn't believe that this much cheese was on there. Like, what the fuck? How do you stuff that much cheese? This chef carefully measures out each type of cheese. 2.6 grams of each type and puts it on evenly. Now, even with the evenly, people are saying it tastes like a different type of pizza every bite. Wow. I'm intrigued. I knew the always pizza. knew cheese was a big like part of the pizza experience. I always thought it was like at least 60% of the pizza experience. Right? Yeah, you gotta have a good cheese. You go to a pizzeria with a shitty cheese, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm never coming here again. Terrible. You, yeah. you, can, for, you can forgive sauce, you can forgive bread sometimes, but it's gotta have a good cheese. Yeah, man. And this one had an amazing array of cheeses and i can only imagine the flavor palette you get from this now i imagine that this would be a big one but it's it's like a regular size pizza yeah like man, a personal that's why one. he that's why he had to be careful about measuring out the cheese because it's a regular size large you know it's probably an 18 inch pizza from the looks of it right just like a standard that you would get it looks mighty tasty <sighs> man it's crazy you need to try this but you got to go to berlin to get it unfortunately <laughs> So if you're planning a vacation, uh, going to uh, Germany anytime soon, get at it. Let us know. Did they didn't have a price tag on that, did they? They didn't, but I'm sure it's quite a costly pizza. 111 types of cheese. Do you imagine what it takes to maintain that kind of archive <laughs> of the queso? Yeah, that's true. I wonder how many they're making in a day too. Yeah, yeah, true, right? Yeah, it's probably like a fucking $70 pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we got another. Uh, food article coming up here what this is uh something we have to ask before we get into this though what exactly is a sandwich at its at its at its base level what what is a sandwich you know it involves bread a sandwich 
It definitely involves bread, and it involves some sort of filling. One would say. Yeah. Doesn't even have. It, it could be meat. It could be vegetables. Shit. It could be anything. Can't be. Can't be soup. Could. Can't it be can soup. be ice cream. Well, hold on. A soup will. I mean. Oh. Now we're getting, now we're getting crazy. See, and because these... when you drink the soup, what's left? Yeah, and uh, is a soup is a is a soup bowl a sandwich? Well, these are these are the questions that we have to ask. The important things we need to address in these Our modern bread bowl. Times. Bread bowl. We're referring to. You knew what I was. See, me. This is how we work. He knew what I meant, but I want to say bread bowl for the people that are listening. <laughs> what were, what were we saying? We were saying soup bowl, but like soup bowl, like, bread bowl. Yeah, soup bowl could be glass, the, asshole. Yeah, right. What are you we're talking the, about? We're on the same level. Uh, bread bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah. So bread bowl. that would a bread bowl be? considered a sandwich these are the important questions that we have to ask in our modern times here and we also have to ask is a hot dog a sandwich you know that's a tough one but i feel like it technically is places that make sandwiches offer hot dogs yes yeah that's very true because they got bread and it's just a circular meat. meat if you think about it yeah and your sliced meat basically looks like like if you go to the deli and order meat what does it look like before they slice that shit a giant it's hot a fucking, dog. It's like a fucking chode hot dog. It's like some <laughs> fucking wide, fat piece of crafted meat yeah. that just gets sliced. So, exactly. You know, it's no different, in my it's, opinion. It's like if you sliced your hot dog into little, uh, <laughs> cute, uh, you, you know what you get? Slices. You get bologna. Yeah. Bologna is a hot dog. It's Pretty the same much. fucking shit, I swear. Not too far off. And you know, someone who would agree with us that hot dogs are sandwiches is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. One of our Supreme Court justices, she was asked on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert if hot dogs are sandwiches. And she said, you tell me what a sandwich is, I'll tell you if a hot dog is a sandwich. I like how she uh, switched around. So Colbert defined it as two pieces of bread with almost any filling in between them, as long as it's not more bread. Which is an interesting distinction. Could you have a bread sandwich? What if it's two pieces of bread and then a different type of bread in the center? See, it at least has to have a condiment, I feel like. Because then that's just like a pastry almost. I don't know. But <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. That would be a pastry because like a croissant or, or not even a well, croissant, but one of those layered flaky hmm. sort of pastries. Those aren't I sandwiches. We, I guess we got to be careful because what is bread with butter? An open-faced sandwich. You think so? Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, huh, that's a tough ruling because it's like toast. I, I don't know like if that's thing, if like, that's true, but that's what I feel in my heart. That's why I right. answered it so quickly. You're right. It might as well be an open face. <laughs> Same with toast. <laughs> toast is just an open face sandwich too. I mean, true. I mean, you're adding something of content. And, bre- and bread Which, bowls are also sandwiches. I mean, yeah, define yeah, define the butter difference between meat. It's still a nutrient. It's still well, edible food. And- I will say, let's put an asterisk on bread bowls <laughs> because they're technically. A bowl, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think a bowl can be a sandwich. You sip the soup out of it, and then you smash it into a fucking sandwich-looking like thing. Well, now you got a bread bowl <sighs> sandwich. I mean, I think that's different than the just the bread bowl. The lines can be drawn <laughs> anywhere at this point. <laughs> I think so. But they came down to the uh, conclusion that you know it's two pieces of bread, but it's not cut. But in the case of a sub sandwich, you don't have it cut all the way either, and that's clearly a sandwich. So she says, hmm. a hot dog's a sandwich. Which I, I would say that we agree. We agree uh, yeah. a hot dog's a sandwich. We definitely, we definitely agree. Hot we, dog is we a take sandwich. it further and say that a bread bowl is probably a sandwich, too, though. Yeah, so I mean, we might be a, we, we're, we're not a hardliner. We know that the there's gray areas to this. Yeah, there really is. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I agree. That's we're gonna we're gonna there. put up a uh, poll on the Facebook group on facebook.com slash American Slacker Podcast, um, and probably or well in the Slack, American Slackers group as well. Uh, is a bread bowl a sandwich? Yeah, we want to hear from you guys. See what you guys think. Maybe we're fucking crazy. Maybe we're I, just, I think if I we're know. going by the the de- textbook definitions, it it very well could be close to a sandwich. Because like you said, if you just squish it, it's a sandwich now. What now? Can something with a tortilla be a sandwich, or is that the whole thing? Like, is a quesadilla a sandwich? Like, is a yeah, is a quesadilla no, sandwich a wrap, a I burrito? Would, like, what are we? Like, I would say tortillas and burritos are their own 
We have to call it a wrap at that point, right? That's like, a wrap. Quesadilla, yeah. quesadillas are a wrap. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's a weird line, man. It's a weird line. But hey, we're going to fucking move along and we're going to give you the burrito news that you guys have been asking for. In Casper, Wyoming, we got a man who assaulted somebody with a fucking burrito. And I am amazed with how many times this comes up in the year. When we're looking for burrito news, it's always somebody assaulting somebody with a fucking burrito. People are weaponizing burritos across this country. Burritos, you need to be worried about. <laughs> we got an idea for a burrito shield that recollects burritos. We'll discuss this and talk to you later on about it. <laughs> Back to the story. Casper Police, they arrested a 20-year-old man who, uh, who got a little heated with his younger sister. And uh, I guess they were arguing over a cup, which I don't know how you argue over a cup. It's my Maybe drink, cups. Matt. I don't, is Put it, it down. Because <laughs> I was okay. All right, that makes sense, I guess. Because I was thinking like maybe there's limited cups, <laughs> okay. so they fight over them. But you're probably right. Maybe there was something valuable in the cup. That's my cup. That's my soda. What the fuck? There's no yeah. soda. What? Are you gonna go to the store and get the soda? Because I'm the, not gonna. There's the last really? of the Doctor Thunder. Really? I just saw you backwashing it. What the fuck is your problem? Ooh, that's a oh, severe offense. That's 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 burrito chucking offenses. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. The 20-year-old apparently chucked this hot burrito at his sister, and it just came out of the microwave. So, uh, unfortunately, she received a burn on her arm. Damn. And, yeah, the um, officers actually documented it. They took photos of it. The cheese is like napalm. Yeah, man. Who would have known fucking... Weapon of mass destruction, the fucking microwave gas station burrito. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, you know, basically this guy just went AWOL with a burrito. He went crazy. He went fucking off the rim. And uh, he even after he failed to go to court for this shit, he didn't even want to deal with the justice end of the burrito. I would hate to be that judge. It's like, now you threw a burrito at the young woman. <laughs> Yeah, and you failed, and you failed to appear in court multiple times, and uh, made our officers come out and find you. It's fucking man. ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm starting to feel like burritos are behind madness. I don't know. You <laughs> Anytime you got burritos. a burrito in your hand, it's not a weapon. It's food. Yeah. Just resist that urge to chuck it. I don't know. A burrito will make a man feel a certain type of way getting in a fight and uh, you you did pitch a product that might help with these uh recent burrito assaults i was gonna hold off and you know we wouldn't relate this to the people until we actually patent it because we don't want anybody stealing this it's the best <laughs> idea ever it's pretty good but basically it's a swat burrito mask that's like a full glass shield with a little bit of a curve and concave to it that you, you insert a, a tortilla insert <laughs> And what happens is when people throw their, their burritos at you, it splatters, and then you collect all the ingredients, you roll it up, and you make yourself a brand new fresh burrito for free. <laughs> this assault turns into an asset. You go out looking for burrito assaults on a daily, You're and be you know what? You never it's outside Chipotle. <laughs> Man, you go to Chipotle, Moe's, the taco trucks. You got to hunt down those taco trucks because you know there's people lingering around there. It's just inciting Man. burrito assaults against yourself. The problem with taco trucks, though, you got to get more people to assault you because tacos are smaller. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the thing. That's the thing, you know. So you, I recommend you stick around a main burrito or bowl, please, you know. And just yeah. rage someone to the point where they're going to check a burrito at your face and then you got yourself... <laughs> lunch that's free lunch yeah. right there yeah you got to keep an eye on it you know when it fills up you got to roll it put it in the pouch put you, a new tortilla in you should make like a little roller on the side so that it rolls Ooh. in for Ooh, see we're advancing here just roll it real quick pull it out put a new tortilla insert in maybe there's an automatic tortilla insert layer oh so it okay. just slides a new one in it detects when it like it slides it open and then like the next one comes down when you shut it i mean man I wouldn't doubt that people can get, like, three, four burritos for free a day. <laughs> it depends how know. much you piss people off, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people, it's an art for them, you know? Well, with all that money you're saving on uh, burritos from getting them checked at your face, you could buy, uh, I don't know, say, 40 life-size Amish figurines from Lancaster County Wax Museums. <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm just curious who the fuck is going to buy these. I want to know who is going to buy these. Well, if you're in the Lancaster, Pennsylvania area and you're in the market for large, creepy wax figures of Amish people, they're they're for sale at about 350 a pop. 
and you can even get a dog and children to terrify you and haunt your nightmares. And I swear <laughs> to God, the Craigslist ad, it the man definitely posed these wax figurines in, in different ways. Like, one guy looks like he has another guy in a headlock. Like, he's about to give him a <laughs> fucking wrestling no fucking gear. Well, no, he's got him over over his, like, the head. Oh, he's, he's giving it a stone cold Yeah, stunner. that's what I was thinking. We're gonna it get sued like for stunner. even saying it, but yeah. And then there's uh, another guy who has his uh, wax figure who has his hand on his nuts and on the finger in the air, so he looks like he's doing the Michael, Michael, Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then there's another dude that's doing the the palm up, hand down. So I'm thinking that's another Michael Jackson move, like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you scroll oh, through them, they dance a little bit. So if you're, uh, you know, the the owner w- really wants them to go to some sort of historical museum or, uh, I don't know, I don't know what you do with Amish wax figures other than like an Amish museum. But Are they old? Do we know like if they're aged or if they're like just like a nice craft? Like- uh, they're he doesn't say how old they are, but they're from Amish Farm and House Tourist Attraction. I'm assuming it, that's in Lancaster, oh. Pennsylvania. There's a lot of Amish communities in Pennsylvania. Yes, I think a better use for uh, these instead of maintaining them as you could keep them Amish you know to if you have another Amish museum that's willing to buy them but to get them out quick I say you give them to a Halloween attraction because these things oh. are fucking creepy their eyes are soulless <laughs> they have they have blackness in their hearts oh. you can tell that one of these is gonna yeah. come alive and strangle your youngest child as soon as oh you my s- God. stop storing <laughs> these things in your fucking basement you know, put the last one in. You and close as, your eyes, they open theirs. Yeah, you're going to be walking up the stairs and one of them's just going to turn its head. And you won't notice. Yeah. Man. But you'll, you'll find out soon enough that Man. these things are cursed. This is how cursed fucking movies start. Is you buy 40 wax figures and put them in your basement and then they come to life. And they fucking try and murder all your children. You, these are life-size too, right? Yes. They're... The dog looks horrifying. I will I will put that out. Yeah, fuck Annabelle. These are way more terrifying. And I think we need to secure the movie rights because <laughs> this is like a, a fucking awesome adventure waiting to happen with what these things are are wreaking in potential. If you've ever seen House of Wax, it, remind, it gives me like a vibe like that, but with less Paris Hilton. Man, that's dedication <laughs> to craft that many wax full-size sculptures like that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it took time, a lot of time, to, for yeah, even though they look kind of shitty. <laughs> well, somebody was uh, devoted to the art. They were <laughs> they were married to those fucking things. Can you imagine what, what time in man time we're talking about? Uh, oh, for 40 wax figures? 40s? We're talking, you know, I've, I've got to say at least, what do you think, a day at least for a wax sculpture? It depends if they're autonom- anatomically correct or not. I mean, are you doing 40 Full dicks balls. and 40 vaginas? Full balls and... 80 and, balls? Yeah. And I'm going to say it's going to be a couple days each. Shit, that's, that's devotion to that. And, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Shit. You got to be devoted though, I guess. You know, got to be married to that shit. And uh, I guess marriage requires that. And as our next story will show, devotion can uh, get a little crazy, I guess. Because... A Chinese woman decided that she wasn't going to allow cops to arrest her husband on a traffic stop by uh, crawling under the car in false fainting. Okay. Yeah. That's a weird place to faint. No, I'm not talking like fainting and getting up or anything. I'm talking about like acting like you're dead for about an hour. An hour? An hour these police officers had to deal with this woman lifeless under their car and they can't (laughs) move her. They don't know what the fuck's going on with her, so they had to call in the paramedics. Apparently, this all started because it, her, her husband, and their young child were on a motorbike somehow, which okay. I don't know. Uh, and uh, they got pulled over, and the husband <coughs> didn't have a license or a registration for the bike. So they were like, oh, listen, no. you're coming downtown. We got some questions for you, man. And uh, the wife didn't like that. As soon as the husband got put into the uh, car, she crawled under it, pulled her <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> and the cops were like, what the, what the fuck is this? 
Call so, the ambulance. So she's just like, pull, like keep staying there so that they don't pull away, essentially. Yeah, yeah, because obviously they're not going to just like cold-blooded murder her, like run her over. And, uh... I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> it's an well, hour of their time. Yeah, it's an hour of your time. I mean, it was probably getting to the point where they were just going to gun it and say, hey, she might survive. I mean, if we do it quick enough, she might, you know. Or what if you do, like, slow turns, like, real, like, a little bit back, a little bit forward, a little bit back. I feel like the forward. more time you're on, like, supporting all that weight, the, the worse it is. Like, it's just, oh, yeah. can you imagine a couple thousand pounds on top of your spine? Ooh. It just collapse. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Instant, like, powdered bones. They couldn't get a rope, pull her out? Nah. Tied to her ankles? Yeah, you know, I'm wondering if it comes into the policies they have for... uh, Get a lasso? The police. They can't really (laughs) touch people. I'm wondering if they can't touch people for liability. Okay. They could have got another car. She can't be in two cars. True, right? It's like, all right, well, (laughs) fuck it. We're going to park this one. Just park Put them in that one, boys. Park it right up to the other one. Quick transfer and get them out of there. <laughs> She'll never see it coming. Open the doors, he'll slide in. She'll be like under the car like, what the fuck's going on? I see a bunch of feet. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, it's one of the most interesting ways I've ever seen somebody try to get somebody else out of trouble. I've got to say that. And uh, she, she came to and she told officers that the only way she was going to be able to pull the energy to get up and be okay was if they released her husband. That was going to be the medicine. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> well, unfortunate for her, she uh, she got denied her dosage of medicine. And uh, she gave up shortly after. And the paramedics convinced her to get get up. And bring. they brought her and the daughter in for a checkup. Okay. Most likely a mental health checkup, because that shit is crazy. Make sure the daughter wasn't dying of embarrassment. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh my God, can you imagine? Jeez. No, it was, it was it was a toddler, so that's even. I mean, that's even worse to pull this shit in front of your daughter and not like watch over your kid. I feel. Yeah, like. what'd the kid do for an hour? The cops were like, "Come here, come here." And the cops held her. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It is crazy, man. And uh, I don't know. Maybe you gotta be careful about how devoted you get. Well, I hope. Hope everyone's uh, having a good time with their significant other, not to pulling too many April Fool's Day's pranks. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that. You can go too far. Yeah, you could end up uh, upsetting your partner. But oh, yeah. we, we got a funny uh, April Fool's Day prank for our funny clip of the week. Oh man, this video is perfect for this episode. We have a, a lady walking down the street and there's a group of guys checking her out you know and she she goes like she's about to lift up her shirt but as she does boom it's a dude we had a little it's like a little magic trick they're pulling off and yeah yeah and really it's, good yeah, i don't know i don't know how they did it either like if it's an editing trick that makes sense but if they're actually doing this live to a group of people no way it could have been that girl is real that girl is real she could she could be real but like i don't know there's a way that they they do things like, yeah. I don't know, magic is interesting. It's all like the sleight of hand and shit like that. And I want actually I wanna know what people think when we post this yeah. up on our Facebook page on Wednesday. Uh, is this real? A magic trick? Editing? Like what like what's going on here? It's it's yeah, pretty do we have funny, an illusionist though. pulling a fast one on us? Yeah. I feel like it's an editing trick, but who knows? I think it's an illusionist. <laughs> maybe someone could shine some light on that. Yeah, yeah, maybe somebody'll know what the fuck is going on. That'd be cool to know. Either way, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. A great prank. Yeah. So we'll be posting that up on our Facebook page like we do every Wednesday with our funny clip. Now, we're going to get into the April Fool's game. But before we do that, we got a word from Hop Nation USA. Do you like craft beer? Uh-huh. Do you like an unending wealth of puns? Uh-huh. What about four-hour lectures on the ethics of cryptocurrency usage in third-world nations? No! Oh, right. But do you still want craft beer reviews and comedy, right? Uh-huh. Then listen to Hop Nation USA, a craft beer podcast. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Music Play, and Stitcher. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. Just listen to the podcast. Hop Nation USA. Where all fine podcasts are sold. And we are back to play an April Fool's Day game. But first, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we have a couple new sponsors. We'd like to mention another one. This sponsor is Dick Guard, the only patented protection to keep your pecker zipper free. 
Don't zip without dick guard. That's a, that's a definitely useful invention. I, I know both of us could definitely benefit from this in the future. Mm, yeah, we've talked about stories where the zipper has become a nemesis real quick when you least expect it. And uh, this, this device could have prevented some really bad scenarios. Yeah, definitely. Could it help out in some of those awkward situations? Uh, have a little, little bit of guard there between you and those uh, jaws of death that we call a zipper. So, check out Dick Guard. Now, on to our April Fool's holiday game. This is going to work. We're kind of doing a little true-false, uh, a little bluff, if you will, on each other. Yeah, yeah. You never know. We won't be able to tell if we're telling the truth or lying. But uh, we'll do our best to decipher each other's bullshit. Which which should be fun. I don't know. We know each other yeah. kind of well, but I, I, we could be surprised. Good. So, I, I say... You go first, Matt. What? I go first. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, all right. We're starting out. As a general. We've got a general topic for each uh, round, and there's five rounds. We're starting out with history. Now, I'm going to start with something uh, that's related to similar fads that have, you know, come up over recent years. You know, you can relate this to type like planking. In the 50s, a fad grew where people would stack in phone, like telephone booths. Phone booth stacking. Yeah, this became an issue. Now, is that true or false? It sounds, it sounds a little far-fetched. I'm going to say that it's true, because I feel like I've heard stories about people stacking themselves in phone booths. It is true, actually. You're ah. right, you're right. It is true. It, it arrived in the late 50s. It actually, like, it was big in other countries before the U.S. Oh, really? And, uh, it arrived here and it became a phenomenon. And uh, the world record was 25 people actually piled into a phone booth in 1959. Holy and that crap. And that was, that was coming out of South Africa. I don't think, it was never beaten in the U.S., but Jesus Christ, 25 people, people in a phone booth? Yeah, man. I, I, I was like... I had if to you, double take on if this you one. like curl into a ball and like everyone stacks on their side, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing too. A lot of them were planking. A lot of them would lie on their side, and uh, the, I don't know how they counted it, but the feet were outside from one of the photos. It's probably like arms, like a finger or two sticking out through the, uh, the creases there. It's so weird. All right, so my history statement to you: animals were put on trial in the medieval times and routinely sentenced to death. Hmm. Is this a statement of fact? Or a I, false fantasy? Why do I... Okay. Um, I think this is true because I think... Okay, so I'm remembering stuff from history now. And I'm remembering that one of the kings had like pretty much put a shun on cats... Okay. And cats were basically eradicated and killed in mass. And there's a theory that that's behind that's like the rise of the plague. It's because rats like oh. went out of control because there was no cats around. And uh, I'm gonna say it's true. I'm gonna say it's true. Although I can't confirm that story, I can confirm that you got this question correct. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you look into it deeper, I don't know. I don't remember the specifics, but yeah. There definitely has been cats in England that were fucking massacred because they were supposed to be, like, witchcraft-style, like, they were evil. Wow, and all throughout Europe, actually, animals were regularly tried in court for their alleged misdeeds. We're talking locusts, serpents, weevils, rats, and oh. even flies. You bring in a fly or a locust, you just, like, got him in a jar, you're like, I got the cold rare, you slid him on He got table. me sick! He landed on my food. <laughs> hey! Your Honor, Your Honor, my client here... Did not do any of this. He's an innocent locust. He does nothing. He sheds his skin every couple of years. That's it. There's uh, there were a couple of lawyers that actually represented uh, you know, like a group of rats or whatever, and and were able to like give reasons for why they didn't show up in court. <laughs> I, oh, man, I even crazy. read a little bit of that. There was even a uh, circumstance where. A pig killed a baby and was dressed in human clothing and then hung in 1386. Well, he's got to have a suit. He's got to look presentable when he's <laughs> on fucking 
trial. I mean, that's did, only right. Did they put lipstick on the pig? Yeah, well, it depends on if it was a male or female. True. You know, if it was a male, they just gave him a nice bow tie and combed whatever fur was on top of his head. Gave him a, a different kind of, of necktie with the hanging, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the double necktie. So we're, <laughs> we're both we're both on par right now. We're, yeah, one for one. Now, our next uh, topic for round two is food. And I'll start this out. Now, tell me if this is uh, true food and true delicacy here. Stinkhead. It's a delicacy that's made from the head of, of salmon. And uh, it only is prepared after it's buried in the ground for a, a few weeks. So it uh, ferments. Huh, fermented fish heads. Is this a delicacy? I feel like... I don't know. I feel like... I feel like you're fucking with me. But... Could be. It could just be crazy enough of a thing. I'm gonna say it's false. You're wrong. Wrong. Fermenting is a food preservation. Uh, it's a way of preserving. You know, uh, in many cultures around the world. Right. And uh, the stinkhead comes from Alaska, where they commonly take the head of a king salmon, and uh, which is basically the size of. It's larger than a football. Okay, so it's oh, pretty shit. good size. So what they do is they wrap the fish head in long grasses, and uh, then they take it and bury it in a moss-lined pit in the ground for okay. four to six weeks where it rots. Ugh. And then they dig it up, and uh, it's basically the bones have softened up, and the whole head is a mashable consistency. And it's pretty much it's horrible and rancid. And uh, if it's <laughs> I would not, imagine. If you're, if you're not, like, of Alaskan descent, you're probably not going to be able to stand being in the same room as this shit. I can see why he called it a delicacy. Yeah. Oh, it's a true delicacy. All right. Just makes my stomach feel delicate when I think about oh. eating that. Yeah. Every time I, I like read it, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so I got that one wrong here. Let me put you on the spot. You're drinking a beer right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. You think you know a lot about beer? Fair amount. I mean, I'm not a know-it-all or anything, but I mean, yeah. All right. Let's see. My statement. Pabst Brewing Company, known for the Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. PBR is not located in America. True or false? God, uh, true. Incorrect. That is a Fuck. false statement. Uh, man, I was like, shit. You know, I thought I read it was like somewhere like, uh, like I thought it was Canadian beer, maybe or something like that, like somewhere close. It's it's close to there. It's in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And it was founded Fuck. in 1844. I yeah, I do. I was I trying to go weird and obscure because I knew if I went like. I don't know, like cores or something. You'd be like, no, yo, that's is Milwaukee like a brewing like mecca like area? Like, did uh, Miller come out of there and shit too? Is am I wrong on that? I get. I'm not sure. I can't speak to. I I actually don't have that much of uh, the beer knowledge on that part. I, I really feel like uh, it, it took off there. I could be wrong on that. So we both biffed it on the food question. Fucked it on the food. Fucked it on the food. You know, which is surprising, man. I would I would say we were food. Enthusiasts at the minimal. Not, maybe not aficionados. But I I have some every day. Yeah, you know, I feel like you'd say, they say like what is it? Ten thousand hours, you're a master. Yeah, everything. I've been eating. There's for definitely years. ten thousand hours of eating for sure. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Let's move along to the entertainment. Now, this could go anywhere. Well, where it's gonna go is uh, porn up. Because what we're gonna say on my statement. Ricky Martin had a private sex video stolen in 2009. It made rounds all over the internet, including porno, where this show will inevitably be featured one day. <laughs> and that's the new thing. Isn't that the uh, goal? I mean, come on. And it was titled, Boning La Vida Loca. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> this is the entertainment question you throw at me? Boning La Vida Loca? It- if you're not entertained, then I don't know. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Um, boning La Vida Loca is it crazy enough to be true, or are you? I mean, it's like it, one night with Paris or whatever it was. You know, they, well, they always have these. You know weird what? Titles. You you've given me two true ones in a row. So if I go off of the pattern, you could be fucking with me though. See, this is what I happens. I could have went all true, man. You could have done all true. It's very. It's very true if you did that. Um, I'm going to say false. I don't think that's true. 
Darren. Yeah. Ricky oh Martin God. didn't bring the star and vote to beat a loca. <laughs> but damn, it would be awesome if he did, right? I right. Mean, am I wrong? Yeah. Am I wrong? Come on. All right, I got an entertainment question, or well, statement for you. Okay. All right. Tom Cruise, John Cusack, Jim Carrey, Michael J. Fox, and Johnny Depp were all considered for the part of Ferris Bueller. Ooh. Are you writing down the names? No, I'm pushing oh. my beer all over the camera. <laughs> I'm just like moving my beer bottle all over like that's helping me think. Uh, fuck. Shit, man. That's a rough... That's a total believable crew. I mean, they would all be young at that time. Or at least pullable. I feel like if I say true, I'm going to be fucking myself, though. It's one of those moments where, like, the contestant would have ran out of time. But I'm, I'm so glad we're one of those shows where I just got it forever to go on in infinity and talk. Hmm. I'm going to say it's, uh, it's false. I'm sorry, you are incorrect. Ah, it is a right true there. statement. Which is pretty crazy. Oh, you suck. That is crazy. I wasn't it, expecting that. I was like, he set me up. And if anyone is uh, shocked by this, they went with Matthew Broderick. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that oh. part, right? Yeah. Well, fun fact. Gotta get to the theaters. Jeez. Man. Fuck, I can't believe I fell for that. So I got it right and you got it wrong on that last one. You're ahead of me. You're uh, two and I'm one for three. So we'll see how this goes along. Well, moving along. (laughs) Next topic. Nature. Now, female dragonflies fake death to avoid sex. True or false? I'm going to say true, if I know anything about dragonflies. Would you fucking become some kind of aficionado? <laughs> I've heard that before. I'm not sure where. Okay, man, it's true. <laughs> uh, this was observed by a scientist and uh, a female moorland hawker dragonfly froze midair and crashed to the ground after a male had uh, made, made, you know trying to make contact with her anyway. He didn't really make contact. He tried. And uh, apparently this comes on. Males are aggressive with the species. And uh, it can even, it can risk injury or sometimes death if they're coerced the female into mating. So I don't know what the fuck kind of uh, deal so they got going on there. Car shit with dragonfly sex. So, I mean, you really can't help but but uh, side with the female. I mean, I would fake my death too. Yeah. Risk just get them off serious back. injury or death. Fuck that. Nah, it's perilous. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see this. Dragon, female dragonflies do fake their death to avoid sex. So, ladies, uh, you're not alone. You're not the only species. No. <laughs> Never done that before? Never had a lady drop dead on your face? <laughs> no, I can't Zero say I have, later, it's all? Oh. Guess I'm alone. Oh. It's like the uh, dragonfly version of like uh, ignoring the guy at the club who's buying, trying to buy a drink. Haha, <laughs> exactly, man. That's exactly what's going on. Except this time it's just a rapey dragonfly. So are you ready for your nature question? Oh, I'm ready. I was born to be wild. Every year, Canadian geese migrate to Canada to mate near the outskirts of Toronto. The fuck, man? I feel like they chill in Mexico. Go a little spring break, but uh, I'm going to say true. True. I'm sorry, I totally lied about that one. That is a false oh, statement. You bullshitting son of a bitch. Or, yeah, Canadian geese migrate in order to return to the area where they were born for mating and nesting. So maybe some go to outside Toronto, but not all of them. Uh, Canadian geese will violently attack anything that they sense as a threat to their goslings, including humans. And a gosling is a baby goose, and this includes Ryan Gosling as well. Oh man, he is. He's a baby goose, by technical terms. If a gosling is a baby goose, then Ryan Gosling is a baby goose. Yeah, oh yeah. He's Ryan, baby goose. Yeah, transitive property. So, sorry, you you got the baby goose, or the (laughs) goose migration question incorrect on nature. I'm too ahead of you now. Son of a bitch, I can't win it. This is my favorite one. This is wild card. (sighs) Yeah, we're moving along. Last round is wild card. Could be anything. Could be whatever the fuck we desire and uh we're gonna start this out i want to see what you went with 
Yeah? You ready for this? Ready. You're not even expecting this. <laughs> now, we're Americans. We get injured by a lot of ridiculous things throughout the year. You know, okay. Statistically. 40,000 Americans are injured every year from toilets. Toilets? Oh, we were talking about toilet injuries earlier, too. Off, uh, off air. I'm gonna say that's true. That sounds true. While that sounds ridiculous, it is fucking true. Oh, it is. Yeah, 40,000 of us Americans somehow find us injured from toilets. I don't I don't understand it. I, I do see that in 2012 there was like a couple million toilets that were recalled that apparently the pressure could like make the toilet explode. So that that I could see you getting injured from that if you yeah. bought that model. <laughs> But other than that, I don't see how you can get injured. I mean, it must be people that are trying to do plumbing and they don't know and they get stuck in it. We've Maybe. seen a lot of stories where people get stuck in toilets. Or you drop so. the back tank on yourself or something. The lid. Maybe yeah. drop that on your toe and break your toe. You I, never yeah. Know. But 40,000 of them. I mean, your pants are There's... down. You're vulnerable. There's, there's plenty that could go wrong. Yeah, I mean, 40,000 out of 320 million, man. That's, that's crazy. So you ready for your wild card uh, question here? Lay it on me. I lost already, but hey, I'll ride it till I die. Alright. Wild card statement. The 7-Eleven Slurpee contains only three ingredients. Three ingredients overall. Like three natural from the earth ingredients. Only three ingredients. I'm calling bullshit. There's no way. It's got to have sugar. It's got to have food dye. It's got to have water. There's a three right off the bat. There's gotta be fructose. There's gotta be corn syrup. There's gotta be other things. There's no way it's three things. You're telling me the Slurpee from 7-Eleven is pretty much fucking organic? What is this? You are correct. Uh, it is a false statement. I made that shit up. Uh, the Slurpee from 7-Eleven has 13 ingredients. I was gonna say, and that's even lower than I would expect. I would have thought like 50 plus. You gotta have a ton of shit. Water, dextrin, erythrol, glycerin, citric acid, potassium, benzoate, gum, acicia, and a whole bunch of other shit I can't pronounce. And yellow six, yeah. which is controversial. De- yeah, like all that shit's like basically, like dextrose, I think it's pretty much pulled from corn syrup. Like there's all kinds of, yeah. It's a way of saying you don't have corn syrup in it, but you do. But you do. It's still there. <laughs> yeah. So man. nice. You got I, the you got the last one right there. I, if you were gonna say it wasn't, then I was gonna say, well, I guess I'm just gonna start going to Slurpees. <laughs> that's not bad. Three ingredients. That's not bad. They're definitely not organic whatsoever. De- definitely not. Man, I'm pissed. You have fooled me. <laughs> you are the fool this April Fools. Damn. <laughs> and we'll wear the dunce cap and sit in the corner for the rest of the episode. Oh, I thought I thought it's a whole year until the next year. I think it's gonna be hard to hear me over here, though. <laughs> Before we get into our wheel of weird segment, let's hear a promo from Small Town Mentality Podcast. Hey, this is AJ, and this is Ben with Small Town Mentality Podcast. You can check us out on all social media platforms at Small Town Mentality Podcast. So get on there, click like, and follow us. And help us out by subscribing to Small Town Mentality Podcast on the places you get your podcasts. Podcasts? What, you don't have a place to check out podcasts? Well, try TuneIn or Stitcher. We're also on iTunes and Google Play. Come check us out. We're funny. Yeah, yeah a little bit. I'm funny. We're going to leave this in. All right. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Now it's time for Wheel of Weird. But before we step into that, we got our last sponsor of the show. Sensual Burning Hot Sauce. This is your two-in-one hot sauce. From the burrito to the bedroom. The first combination hot sauce and sex loop. We won't judge you for where you put it. You know, I was trying some of that on, uh, on my burrito earlier. Nice, man. Now... Have you doubled up? Have you used it multi-use? I mean, I've heard it has a really good heating element to it, but I haven't tried it personally, so I don't know, and I'm kind of afraid to take the jump. Well, no, see, I have white sheets, so I haven't Uh, had the chance yet. 
It does have the bright red. It's kind of like a bright red orange. It's it's it bright red. Nuclear. It kind of looks like it might be emitting radiation. I, I keep my hot sauce in the fridge, which is again maybe controversial, and uh, it's it's glowing. I see it out of the corner of my eye huh. when it's in there. Got a little okay. Got a little glow to it. It doesn't require refrigeration. It's not on a label, so I keep mine right by the bed stand in case I need a little dose of hot sauce or a little loop. You never know. Well, that's uh, the last of it for our uh, sponsors for this episode. I hope I hope we get some, some more in the future. That It's, it's a yeah. lot of fun. Get at us if you got a uh, awesome product that we can feature on the show, like these, that we can actually use and stand behind. Practical. Sensual burning hot sauce, rape pepper spray. Come on. These are things we use on our daily life. We love it. Now let's get into the Wheel of Weird. We got a person, place, and thing that we have pulled from the pages of the wiki unusual we got some interesting stuff this time around but it's up to the spinner whatever the spinner decides to land on that's what we end up talking about so what do you think matt is it going to be a person place or thing are you betting man oh well you know the odds i'm hoping it's a thing because i've been waiting for this thing to get picked for a long time like i really i found this one you rat bastard it's spinning so slowly (laughs) yes it's thing I sort of got it. This the, isn't rigged. Put the camera we, on it. I was gonna say I was like, we watch. We I watched him. He didn't. He didn't yeah. touch it. Fantastic. Well, you get you get what you want. Uh, want to tell us what the thing is? I was hoping you would let me unveil it. What we were talking about for thing? It's called penis panic, people. Now, this is a condition that I really hope none of our listeners suffer from. It is quite terrifying because it it, it only affects males, which our audience is largely male. And, uh, yeah, it's where you constantly wake up thinking that your penis has shrunk. <laughs> it's like, damn, that's that's smaller than it was the day before. Every morning, you wake up. You're taking dick you pics. you look at your dick <laughs> when you're taking that, that morning piss, and you go, what the fuck, dude? I lost another uh, inch here. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? If, you, if you're losing a full inch a day, oh you only God. got, you on average, you only got like a week if you're a... a Lucky man. <laughs> well, I was kind of wondering if it was like the 51st dates thing or whatever with Adam Sandler. Like, you wake up every day and you're just thinking you're at, you're like, you woke up like the day before, you're thinking to your same spot, you know, you wake up the next day, you're like, oh shit, oh shit. It happens just day after day. You're like, fuck, could I be, swear I had another inch yesterday. Could it be a perspective issue? It, I mean, I don't know, man. A lot of men gain weight as they get older and maybe in juxtaposition with a growing gut. The dick looks smaller. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's linked to anxiety, so I could see, you know, it's just probably like some well, kind yeah, of... Uh, that would make really... pretty fucking anxious. <laughs> I well, my I dick feel, was shrinking. I feel like it's probably anxiety-derived, most likely. And, uh, you know, most people, you know, like some people can fixate on something. And I feel like the mind just drove them to focus on the genitalia area. Huh. And I don't know, maybe you should start measuring daily. Yeah. Get a pocket journal for your length. I don't know. I was thinking, you know, how they measure kids up against the wall. Just do that Hmm. horizontally. (laughs) So like, okay, so instead of going up, you like come in the doorway and you put it sideways. (laughs) Yeah, sideways on the doorway. So you would see the door frame and then just going right would be like. You can make a mark and write a date and just make sure like. Okay. That's that's the only way you're going to get yeah. clear results on this. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think you're right. I think a growth chart on the wall is the most appropriate way to make sure that you aren't going crazy and that your dick isn't really receding into your body. That's that's horrifying. And like you said, I hope none of our listeners are, are suffering from penis panic. And if you are, it's just anxiety. I was going to say, I have no solution for you. Uh, yeah, I don't have a solution. Shave it. Shave it bare. They say it looks bigger that way. I I, heard, I did hear that if you shave it, it adds an inch. There you so, go. I mean, maybe that inch you lost last night. <laughs> You'll get it back. back. You'll get it back. Just nair that shit. <laughs> Equalizer. Boom. <laughs> we just took care of your penis panic. Done. Now, solved. Oh, man. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show, I feel like. And, uh, That's a good note panic. to leave off on. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> and, uh, you know, no panic. No penis panic. No regular panic. We're still here for a little bit. We got a little bit of plugs to lay on you people before we do leave. 
Now, uh, let's start out. Check out the Facebook page. And uh, while you're there, check out the American Slackers group, where you can chime in with all the other slackers and the Mad King himself. That's right, you heard me. You can chime in with the Mad King himself. You can get at him. You can uh, actually make contact with him. Yeah, tag him in uh, some funny gifts. He loves that shit. He loves it. He loves it. Entertain him at work. And uh, also stop by the Instagram where we can entertain you with all the promos for each and every show and a bunch of other cool graphics. And uh, if you're not thrilled yet, check out the website, aspodcast.com slash americanslackerpodcast.com, whichever you prefer if you want to take the shortcut or if you're not one of those people that take shortcuts in life and you want to take the long way, americanslackerpodcast.com. Okay? Check it out. You can also find us over on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. That's Amer Slacker Podcast. All of our episodes go up on YouTube, even if we get flagged for copyright claims, when we're suggesting awesome music to listen to, so you can find those there. You can also rate and review us on iTunes, and please tell a friend about the show. we got to create more slackers. you got to get out there and spread the love, a little bit of slacker making. Or the slacker plague. It's the same thing. Slacker plague, spread it. (laughs) Once, once the cats are gone. So, <laughs> also, thank you to anyone watching on the Instagram live. We love interacting with you guys. Uh, we had some good interactions with people today before the show. And we always like to announce on there what we're going to go live. So, make sure you follow us on Instagram and check that out. If you want to get in contact with us, send us an email. AmericanSlackerPodcast at gmail.com. We'll get right back to you. And if you're feeling little froggy and you want to jam out check out our spotify playlist we got a ton of artists that have been on the show and that we've just reviewed their music because we really dig what they do search american slacker podcast on spotify and you will find our playlist you can also become a supporter of the show by heading over to patreon and donating and that makes you an official american slacker you know we love our slackers they get shout outs at the beginning of the show they also get access to you know special things like a live show that matt did we just put up all of the january through march show notes so if you want to go through and look at what we didn't pick for wheel of weird or uh some of the links that we we didn't put up on facebook because we can only you know put so much on yeah 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 you can see every story we cover which is really cool like i wish a lot of podcasts would do that like it's a direct link to what we're talking about you can follow along with the episode kind of gives you more behind the scenes than we already offer with like the instagram live and everything you can also uh visit our shop over at american slacker podcast.bigcartel.com we have a t-shirt and a mug up there that you can get into if you want to sip your coffee from something with a little bit of American Slacker artwork on it. That's a good place to get it. And don't forget to check out our personal stuff. You can catch me on Instagram at MWG Media and my gamertag at MattyG from HP. And you can find me on both of those at Landers the Plane. Alrighty, people. It's been fun. We love every one of you. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the live show, to the audio, whatever. Thank you. And uh, until next time, That's it. There you go.